Welcome to the Educator State of Mind podcast, the best daily resource for educators to thrive at work and flourish in life. I'm your host, Jake Ruzzi. Every day, we'll explore tips, tricks, tools, practices, and stories to help you achieve and maintain a healthy life-work balance while working in education. Let's get to it. You've heard about SMART goals, but what about NICE goals? NICE goals are something a little bit newer on the scene as far as goals go, and I wanted to bring it to you today because I think it's something, specifically the mindset around them, that is going to be helpful for you with your goal setting. And now, I won't spend a lot of time talking about SMART goals because you've probably already heard of them. You've probably already worked with them. Heck, you're probably teaching your students right now how to use them. And if you need a quick refresher, here's what SMART stands for. It stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Relevant, and Time-Bound. Of course, there's some variation depending on who you ask, but that's the general consensus. So when we're writing a goal in the SMART fashion, we get a really solid, specific goal that to some degree, helps hold us accountable to actually making progress. And in some ways can also help us start to think about other elements of attaining that goal, like breaking things down a little bit and setting and evaluating like we've been talking about the last two days. But they don't always work for everyone. And so one person, Ali Abdal, you've heard me talk about him. You're probably sick of me talking about him. But he came up with nice goals. And NICE stands for near-term, input-based, controllable, and energizing. And the big difference here is that he describes NICE goals as being better suited and making more sense for people who are beginners at something. So one of the examples that he gives is if you want to start going to the gym... A SMART goal might look something like lose 20 pounds in the next three months by going to the gym every day. That's a pretty good SMART goal if you're going to break it down and run it through that test. But here's the thing. That's super specific, and it ties you to a certain way of carrying out that goal. The way in which you go about completing that goal is a little too specific sometimes for a beginner. And here's why. What happens when you don't want to go to the gym one day? Say you go for two weeks straight, and then on day 15, you're just exhausted. You're just, you you can't bring yourself to go to the gym. Or maybe you're not making the progress that is going to actually get you to the point where you're going to lose those 20 pounds in the next three months. What do you do then? Did you just fail your goal? Are you going to give up because your goal was to lose 20 pounds in the next three months by going to the gym every single day? Well, that's where nice goals can come in. The nice goal alternative for the same goal would look something a little bit like exercise for 30 minutes daily by doing an activity that I enjoy and is manageable. And now let's break down the differences here. 
One, you're not talking about how much weight you're going to lose. So if you only lose 15 pounds, great. You're still sticking within that goal. You're not setting yourself up to force yourself to try to go to the gym every day if that's not necessarily what you want to do. Just do an activity that you enjoy and is manageable. And I like the flexibility in this a lot. If you've ever tried to get on a daily gym routine or just a gym routine at all and have failed, like me, multiple times, then like having that flexibility provides you an additional layer of support for yourself. And what that can look like is, sure, maybe you do want to go to the gym for a couple of days a week. But what are you going to do on the other days when maybe you're running late and you don't have time for the gym or your day has just been so chaotic, you just want to get home, cook dinner, do whatever, and not have to leave and go get all sweaty at a gym? Well, with a nice goal, you have alternatives. You can maybe just go for a walk around your neighborhood with your dog for 30 minutes. You could maybe just pull up a nice yoga video on YouTube and just follow along with that for 30 minutes. You could do something with a friend that doesn't involve going to the gym. You have options with this nice goal because the only thing that you're sticking yourself to is exercising for 30 minutes and doing an activity that you enjoy and is manageable. What's manageable might look different every day, and the activities that you enjoy might look different every day. For example, my wife and I just went roller skating the other day, and I really enjoyed it. I had a good time. And for me, personally, you might laugh at this, but it was a bit of an exercise. If I was doing this goal, that would have been my exercise for the for the day. But I don't want to do that every day. I'm not going to enjoy going roller skating every single day. But it was nice to switch it up and do that for once. And this nice goal approach kind of gives you that flexibility while still making you have a specific goal and something that is attainable and measurable and relevant and time-bound. But it breaks it down to release some of the constraints so that you can focus on creating a goal that energizes you and it excites you and allows you as a beginner in something to kind of have the freedom and flexibility to experiment with a routine and with that goal itself. And then you don't have to stick to just nice goals. If you start to get in a really good groove and then you want to get more specific, you can always come back to SMART goals and set something that's more specific or more measurable or more specific in its time boundness. And so I think that the nice goal approach is just a good extra tool for us to have in our back pockets. But what do you think? Let me know. I'd love to hear your thoughts on nice goals versus smart goals and just everything we've talked about this week so far. So hit me up. And thanks for listening. I will see you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Educator State of Mind podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to follow, rate, and leave a review. Your feedback is extremely valuable because together we can make this show the best daily resource for educators. And did you know that you can get involved with the show? If you'd like to learn more about being a part of the podcast, 
head over to jakeruzzi.com forward slash podcast for more information. I accept submissions for episode ideas, sound clips to include in the show, and invitations for interviews. If you have something important to say, let's get it on the show. Thanks again, and have a spectacular day.